You ready? You set? Uh, not really, but go for it. No, you go for it. It's endo intro week. Woohoo! Making me do the work. Welcome, everybody, to the Two's Take podcast. My name is Endo at It's Just Endo. Uh, and with me today, uh, as every day, usually, it's the man who, who, again, the namesake of this podcast, the guy who's given me a career in uh, this field and where I make zero dollars, 2D24, <laughs> with this very special guest, honorary special guest, good group of the friendos. He's the man of the golden voice in the NHL esports community. You've seen him on League Gaming. You've seen him on other broadcasts whatsoever. Davos at Davos Cast. Our boy Davis. How are you doing, brother? I'm well, fellas. Welcome. Thank you for having me back after nearly a year. It's been over uh, a year. It's been over a year yeah. since <laughs> I was last. And Sin decided to take a vacation. Yeah, you'll be happy to know I have I had zero recollection of you being on the show. <laughs> zero. I I made a group a group DM on on Twitter to be like, yep. hey, okay, we're ready to go. Yep. And it brought up the already created one dated March 8th of 2022. <laughs> and that might as well have been six years ago. Oh my gosh. I know. I think I remember we were talking about like Marty St. Louis because he, I think he had became coach of the Canadians. I'm looking through because I had listed the run sheet um, at the time. Uh, Rick Nash had just had his number retired by the Blue yep. Jackets. Bruins so did legend. Nasher. So did Nasher, yeah. and Nasher uh, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'll be surprised to know that the Coyotes. <laughs> Had hired someone who used to be with the National Lacrosse League, who, um, you know, might have had some allegations of threatening local media members at times. Like, you know, it's just it's it's the same. You know, there's some fun stuff. The Coyotes have ridiculous stuff going on. Um, all the all the fun stuff, but it does spare us Davos from having to go back through the so tell us your hockey history type of basic yeah, questions true. because. True. It's already out there, everybody. You gotta, you gotta search that bad boy up. I don't know that episode title. <laughs> Again, March of 2022 feels like forever ago. Yep. I just, I, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of how to equate it. And the biggest thing I could think to do was to uh, look up the biggest video games of March 2022, um, which didn't include much. So that didn't really help me. <laughs> To be honest, oh yeah, twenty two was a dud. I tried, I tried. There was a, there was that Gran Turismo game that had a shitload of microtransactions and pissed off a lot of people. There, there was that. So, but Why? what game doesn't have a bunch of microtransactions that pisses off a bunch of people? We could talk about Diablo forever and ever if we wanted to, because that's in that category. But that is not what we are here to do, gentlemen. We are here to pretend that we're going to talk about hockey. But we're really not. And it's our final show. Wow. For about two weeks. Really? Um, again, Sin, already out in Finland. I will be leaving in just a few days. And yeah, I can't imagine we'll have another podcast until about the 26th of June. So it's going to be a little bit. But we have Davos in here as our ringer to really send you guys <laughs> off on a on a strong note, and I we'll am start glad off. to be that person today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm glad. We will start it off on a strong note in just a few moments with viewer questions. But before that, as always, we need to mention that this podcast is brought to you by our lovely friends at Manscaped.com. I want to remind you, of course, that you can go to, again, Manscaped.com and use the code TUGIE. That's T-O-U-G-I-E for 20% off your order. You get free shipping at the same time. Manscaped, the best you can get in the world of men's grooming. Of course, Father's Day is coming up. Get your dad the perfect gift of smooth balls. Because <laughs> I knew I could get Davos to <laughs> This entire Jeez. deal is just going to be us trying to get Davos <laughs> to break. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, but yeah, the perfect package 4.0. It's a performance package 4.0. You know why it's 4.0? Because they keep getting better better at what they do and helping you out. So again, manscaped.com. Go Doogie. Do it. Use the code. Do it. Do it. Do it. So we have some viewer questions. Oh boy, and what fun. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, what fun. It's often the, the peak of the podcast, the back half, the hockey talk, and who cares about that? But before we get into this, Davos, you are known as a serial aficionado. <laughs> How did this <laughs> reputation start? Uh, I could say that when I was younger, I I don't know, I just became a serial what they call a serial holic. Didn't care much about your pancakes, your waffles, your your grits, your oatmeal. Was just a serial kid through and through every single day. 24 7 seven days a week 24 hours all that and uh i don't know i, I could feel like i've had a lot of cereal <laughs> well and, that's um, good because we're gonna put that knowledge to the, to test, the test kind of oh no oh boy our first question comes from bud knight for each of your favorite teams describe the cereal that best describes <laughs> said team <laughs> now i will give you guys a chance because i have a perfect answer for this the Boston Bruins are Captain Crunch. <laughs> they're delicious, but they're harmful to your health. <laughs> Is it worth one. the pain of supporting the brand? I'm not sure. Yet for some reason, I still do. Mm. The Boston Bruins are Captain Crunch. <laughs> it's a tough one. It is a tough yeah, one. It is, it is very tough. I had some time to think of this, and uh, I wanted to make sure I could give you guys enough time. But it's, uh, I don't know, it's an interesting one. I, I feel like I took the easiest one of, like, this team causes pain, Captain Crunch, so I'm sorry. But I, <laughs> I had to do it. So. Uh, I was I was, I was thinking about, it. I was going to say, like, tricks, because... When it first was tricked, when tricks was good in the nineties and the early two thousands, and they the shapes were awesome, and then they just decided to change it into those little like little balls, and mm-hmm. everybody hated it, and they slowly just tanked, and now they're slowly reclining, and uh, now they're back into shape. So I think that could be the Detroit Red Wings right now from the nineties to today. Hopefully it gets better from from here, but we'll see. <laughs> so, so, Endo, for the for purposes, I mean, I'm still gonna include you as a Leafs fan because let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so if we're talking about the Leafs, we got to talk about um, Raisin Bran <laughs> and all the goodie. Oh, a honey bunches of oats. Um, <laughs> oh. 
Uh, cornflakes, just just cornflakes, <laughs> nothing else. Just what about frosted um, flakes? <laughs> original <on>. life. <laughs> um, I'm looking God. up old cereal brands. Old cereal. Uh, Rice Krispies uh, without anything. <laughs> uh, kaboom. Uh, OJ's. Uh, <laughs> this OJ is one that's just called. This one that's just called Listen. <laughs> <laughs> that and, and the Toronto oh, oh it's it's oh it's it's uh it's apple cheerios or whatever apple cheerios. uh rocky road uh-huh banana frosted flakes because boy uh fruit brut <laughs> i'm just looking wow. at cereal. et cereal because it wants to fucking go home <laughs> what about um oh, what are they called <laughs> wheat thins Oh, or not wheat, <laughs> wheat thins or like frosted mini wheats or whatever. Yeah, All brand. Whole brand. <laughs> because they keep shitting themselves every time they get somewhere <laughs> close to success. Oh man. Perfect. <laughs> any old person cereal. Just to bring you, know you back to the, the golden age. I, I often think about that because like you're growing up, your your parents are eating that kind of cereal, and you think like, why well, it doesn't seem like it's gonna be good, like. But then you have those child taste buds, <laughs> and then you get older, you're like, oh my god, this stuff is gold. I love it, and you wonder, is this how my my this is how my family felt when they had like I've become oat, oat, my father. I <laughs> I like raisin bran crunch. There we go. Wait, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, mix. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But seriously, oh, like, I—that's me. I don't. I don't go for the old. I don't go for the fucking sugary cereals. I go for the old cereals. Give me the raisin bran crunch. Give me the honey bunches of oats. What about? I, oh gosh! And then they're making—they they come out with new stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And you, you. If you don't go to the store very often, you look and you just you're confused. Why is there churro a cinnamon toast crunch? Why is there icy, icy branded Kellogg cereal? I have no. I was gonna clue. say, would you like to tell the class what you tried yesterday? <laughs> Wendy's frosty cereal, and uh, it's it was it was interesting. Like you don't know, like there's there's like s'mores cereal. There's mm. Oreo, the Oreo O's. Oh, those are, I think they, they brought those back because they were around in the 90s or something like that. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they brought them back like 2011. I'd try those and they were, oh God. Yeah. I think my, my, my <laughs> go-to one is Golden Grams, 100%. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Golden the worst Grams. for you, but it's just like. It's so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And now they're, they're, make, they're making like, there's, um. What is it? Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebble Crunch, where they're no longer those tiny flakes, but they're just like, uh, just... they're basically larger cereal pieces that are more crunchy, and they're not too bad, not gonna lie. I, I think I like them more than actually original Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. And then the one time they just <laughs> fucked up and made it all fucking berries. <laughs> Wait, oops. 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 <laughs> <laughs> some some intern at the processing plant Oops. packed a whole box of berries, and then it went, "Oh shit, we can sell this." <laughs> well, they they make all these different like the red, white, and blue, the seasonal flavors, like America. Christmas Crunch, America. 
Um, just a whole like there's peanut butter, and then there's the one that Tugi uh, christened as the Boston Bruins, the OG Captain Crunch, that basically tears apart your your roof of your mm. mouth. Oh yeah, the pain. There's just so many, dude. And then there's the bag cereals for the the people who sometimes I don't know. You get more bang for your buck. For people who can't be bothered to fold a cardboard box <laughs> to put it in the trash. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> well, we've heard about some of the best. Our next question from Cody. What's the worst, worst. cereal oh. you've ever had? Oh, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you remember? You guys remember Kicks? Yes. Oh, Kicks. Fuck oh, that. Yeah, yeah Kicks. Oh. Those things were. Yeah, that's really second, great. I, I'm like, why? I th- I think for a while it was um, I didn't really like pops that much, but I've kind of grown into to liking them the right. older I got. But when I was a kid, I hated pops with my with a passion. But right now, I still think it kicks, and I'm like, why are these still like alive? Why are you born? We <laughs> God, I. I don't want to go with it, but I feel like I have to like the freaking like cocoa pebbles, fruity pebbles for the sole purpose of you have 10 seconds to eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it basically just evaporates in the milk and it's just mush by like After half those 10 15 seconds, minutes. It might as well be oatmeal. <laughs> yep. I think that's why I like the crunch a lot more because you actually can savor the cereal for longer. Hmm. But yes, you have that. You better start your your stopwatch because you have that much time to get it actually in your mouth. Oh yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones, but yeah, that was the. You so, know, I'm gonna put honeycombs out there as well. Not a big fan. What do you feel about um, cereal adding marshmallows? Like tricks adding marshmallows. Fruity Pebbles yeah. adding marshmallows as a as a gimmick to like as fill in extra space. Yeah, yep. yep. Mm. Like I will say right I wouldn't now, expect. Yeah. I would say right now I don't like marshmallows in my cereal. So you're counting Great. out me. Lucky Charms couldn't eat that. Count Chocula couldn't eat that. Oh, Booberry couldn't eat that. Couldn't stand any of that. Also, there is a limited selection of cereals because you know, uh, in Canada we actually care about your health. Um, <laughs> so. Imagine. Like the entirety of like post cereals aren't available. You have to go across the border. So like my cousin who was going to who's going to university in uh, Ohio of all places, God rest his soul. And <laughs> he would um he'd bring up all like all a bunch of cereal just because and we had like one day where we just had little like basically like a like a wine testing of cereals. And I wanted to puke afterwards because it was just like pure sugar <laughs> oh, GMOs wine. right into my Ran into my bloodstream and I grew a mustache for like a good like week after that. And yeah, it was a, uh, it was it was a time. So yeah, a lot of stuff. I a lot of stuff you guys probably not have heard of. A lot of stuff I might not have heard of too. So yeah. So I will say, um, first and foremost, Count Chocula is S tier. But I do agree about marshmallows. The mouth feel for certain ones, like Lucky Charms, yeah. I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. The mouth feel is just off on those marshmallows. Secondly, to your point about going over the border, uh, one of my favorite experiences from this last trip to Finland 
was going to their American section at the supermarket. <laughs> and yes, the shit's expensive as hell because they're like, hey, man, if you're going to ruin your health, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to take a picture again. I'll be uh, in the same area right near that same store. But yeah, it's uh, it's a real thing of like, hey, here's the American section. And uh, practically has warning labels. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Don't do it. So they're not wrong, though. They're not. All right, boys. Final serial thoughts before we get into something serious. So do you guys remember any serials you may have had growing up that got banned or discontinued? <sighs> oh, man. No idea. Uh... I I have one that basically <laughs> I'm glad it got discontinued and slash mm-hmm. banned because it was it was basically a sugar high like a maximum sugar high every time and they it was put a ketamine in the bur- in the, <laughs> the burger did, in the cereal <laughs> <laughs> it was like a cinnamon crunch from Kellogg's and it had i think was it, had it 20... the the cinnamon french like french little... toast crunch no it wasn't like french toast crunch it was like it was something like that but it was just the, the they amped it up to like 11 and Every time I'd go to school, I'd be bouncing off the walls because I had that cereal so much. <laughs> and I had to look it up. I had to actually physically look it up to actually remember like the pain and suffering from 20 years ago or so. Oh, my, can, I'll have to look it up and I'll show, probably show you guys later. My answer is Reptar Crunch. <laughs> wow. The Rugrats yes. cereal. <laughs> I want it. I Wait, want did it they back. bring that back? Did they bring it back recently or no? I thought I saw maybe Reptar Crunch, but maybe that was just my own imagination. Maybe. Funny thing is, I don't even remember having it. I just remember that's always the one where it's like, oh, if they, if they can bring back, let me have Reptar Crunch. Let me turn my cereal milk green, please. Right. <laughs> Freaking slime. Freaking slime. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, there's probably too many to think of, and again, so many of those older cereals. It's just like I I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I got one more. Uh, did you guys? Did anybody here ever? Uh, you know, you like you're a cereal fan, and you uh, as a kid, you remember getting the the sweepstakes on the box, and you try to enter the sweepstakes. Mm. Yes. Get, get the prize, <laughs> or you get something in the box, like you get like a personal, like a. Uh, a spoon or something mm-hmm. with oh, like a man. character on it. I remember yeah. General Mills products back in like the funny Mills. Uh, General Mills products back in the <laughs> thousands. That should be your new tag. Yeah, uh, motherfucker! I, I just changed it back. God damn it! Um, <laughs> have to wait another seventy-two days. Like a Kardashian changes up her partner. Um, <laughs> Chris Humphries, where are you Jesus. at? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for a platform to make that joke. Holy shit. Um, so what was I on about? I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. Students packed in with it. I got co- – they used to give out copies of Roller Coaster Tycoon mm. in like cereal. And mm-hmm. then I also got the the Lion King, Timon, and Pumbaa like game show kind of equivalent of a game in there to put in my CD wow. as well. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what cereal it was. I think it was Fruit Loops. I just loved the fuck out of Fruit Loops as a kid. That was yeah, the go-to. I still do. Oh, that holds up. Fruit Loops, is, great oh, yeah. Fruit Loops is good. 
but yeah, I uh, I definitely remember getting the the CD ROMs in the uh, in the series. I remember uh, our school, you know, like our elementary school, would do like a box top drive. Oh yeah. So it's like if you have cereal, hey, cut the box top off, bring it to school, and blah blah blah, help us out type of thing. So, um, but yeah, the cereal memories. For yeah. Fifteen minutes. We hope you enjoyed. We hope it lived up to the. <laughs> Prepare for disappointment for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> As we take a hard right turn with bouncy McBoink Boink, what's the most profound piece of advice you try to follow every day? Don't eat Captain Crunch. Uh, I, I have a I have a quick answer for this too, um, because I mention it all the time on stream. Anyway, uh, fifth grade, you know, teacher in elementary school, general teacher. So it's like, hey, aside from gym, here's your teacher for everything. And um, it was always uh, just trust your gut and go with your first answer because it is less frustrating to be wrong than it is to be wrong because you changed your answer. So that is something where I'm always just like, all right, I'm going for it. And uh, it works out well. I uh, absolutely destroy the fiance when we watch Jeopardy every single time. (laughs) Oh, man, I was watching. (laughs) Speaking of Jeopardy, I was watching Jeopardy, like clips of it uh, yesterday. And it was the one where they had the the all stars on there. Oh. It was like the one guy who replaced Trebek after he passed. Rest in peace, God bless your soul. Um, well, the other guy, Did he Brad, move to Ohio? Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he moved in the great Ohio in the sky. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> um, n- probably. Um, yeah. Nash's house. It's okay. Um, so he... <laughs> They erased all the scores off the board, and the guy had zero. And the guy's like, "Hey, look, Brad's score still still on the board." Oh no! Oh man, that's my little quip. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what a, a proper a saying that I that I had raised going through. So Davos, if you have one, go ahead. I'll try to remember one if I can. Well, uh, honestly, in in the the place I work at, you just gotta be yourself, and you're you're dealing with with patients i work in a hospital as a patient transporter besides this and um just you gotta just go in there and when you're working just make people feel better about themselves because then you know they're in a different situation than you might think and i just try to be as kind as courteous as i can and and regardless if they're not being the same towards me you just got to make sure that they're at least comfortable in a place they don't want to be and I just try to be as courteous and kind every day as I can, depending on whether or not the, if the person is the same to me. So <laughs> I can imagine. Just, ah, fuck you, Dev's like, fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most out of character yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> like the one thing that switches in his brain, just like. For some reason, I just stopped caring. I totally snapped. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have those days so yeah i think i i think i remember there's two um one is there's people who are in your there's i remember my mom told me it was there are people in your life who come in for a reason or a season or forever you never know which of the three these people are so cherish the moments of you you have with them and another one is uh be a leader not a follower Mm -hmm. and 
that's kind of stuff I've lived off of uh, for the past, what, 25 years now. And uh, I think I've done pretty, pretty well for myself. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, trying. <laughs> <laughs> go self-reflecting right into the podcast i just go quiet hands on my head just like rethinking oh my whole life <laughs> if i didn't take that if i didn't take that one turn on the one block when i was like four years old if i didn't get hit by that car when i was seven who who, who would i be today who am i two four six oh one how did i end up on a podcast talking about cereal <laughs> where did it all go wrong <laughs> Oh man, that was that one turn. <laughs> it was that one uh, time I was seven years old and I was on the swing and I had a hot dog and I I filled out the swing and I got sand in my hot dog and I cried. Yeah, I got sand in my buns. <laughs> I got sand on my wieners. Forget the buns. <laughs> God, this is living up to the hype, boys. It's great. Yes. Next up from RG Dust, favorite Ted Lasso character. Now, I will preface this by saying I have one episode to go, the season three finale. Um, so we're going to avoid any, 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 any potential finality kind of talk here. Um, Endo, have you watched Ted Lasso? No. Perfect. Davos, have you watched Ted Lasso? No. Perfect. You both should watch it. <laughs> Roy Kent is the correct answer. From Young Burrito. <laughs> I had a feeling you both hadn't watched it, which was great. Um, yeah. If you had one, or if you had to be one TV show character from your childhood, who would it be? <laughs> Fucking Big Bird. King of the Streets. Yeah, he doesn't have a job anymore. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> no, remember, like, remember for a while, it's like back in like 2012, 2013, it was like Big Bird's out of a job or whatever the fuck it was and like, collecting unemployment. It was, I think it was, just, hold on. Big Bird. Well, I mean, if you, if you go on Know Your Meme, uh, Big <laughs> big Bird jobless crashes on Oscar the Crouch's couch. <laughs> next to Oscar with a bottle of Jack Daniels. What? Oh, wow. it was because oh, um, it was because uh, Mitt Romney was gonna uh, <laughs> cut PBS's funding back oh, in 2012, and oh, the whole joke was Big Bird was wow. out of a job. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's right. Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> oh yeah, and it was the letter of days U for unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, hell! Oh my gosh. Oh man! If I had to be a character from a TV show growing up, I think it'd be Tito from Rocket Power. I was just fucking thinking that it's perfect <laughs> gotcha. for you too. It's perfect. Gotcha. Yes, his Damn sayings, it. his sayings are so wise. <laughs> you want to be, and he's so humble. He just you make him. You want to watch a marathon of all of his sayings. They, there's probably a YouTube video out there oh, somewhere there every time Tito a Tito spoke. compilation. A Tito compilation. But awesome character. Ooh, I wish we had, like, uh, there's another, like, there's other characters that are, that are like him, but Tito, my my number one right there. I looked up Tito compilation as Tito Ortiz being I a dumbass it. for nine minutes yep. straight. <laughs> Two exclamation points on the straight, by the way. And the wow. thumbnail is him with his big head. It's just moron. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, um, I don't know. 
uh, uh, someone's like, ah, oh, it'd be SpongeBob because <laughs> just carefree. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. I, I don't know. It's it's a t- it's a tough question. Uh, what was my favorite uh show as a kid? Um, hmm, that's even it's even harder to pick because I. My mind's a blur. Too many bash wounds to the head through hockey, so I can't remember too much. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, no room for childhood TV shows. Only, only room for old cereals. <laughs> only old cereal and just like yeah, things have been scrambled st- around in there. Yeah, static. It's just like staring. Of, it's like what is it? <laughs> the lights are on, but nobody's home. Pretty much. There you go. As my camera is frozen, I don't know it how long it's been frozen. So no. I don't either. Yeah, oh, I, think it ju- I think it just froze. Oh yeah, boy! Fine. Just replace it with the one we giving the thumbs up, like halfway yeah. through. <laughs> or we can just leave it on that. That's a pretty good freeze frame. We'll move on. So, gentlemen, our final question comes from AJ. The long one, but damn it, why not? We'll go for it. He provides us the hockey fan checklist. How many of these can you tick off? Number one. We've all attended an NHL game. Yep. Yep. Secondly, have you met a current or former NHL player in person? Davos, who was? Uh, actually, it was quite a few. Fucking braggart. Um, <laughs> when I, I could say uh, when I used to work at uh, I used to work at the Little Caesars Pizza Stands when uh, the Joe Lewis was uh, still Joe Lewis. Hey. And uh, I got to meet, like, a bunch of the Red Wings and, and a bunch of the uh, alumni as well. Mm. So that was really, that was really cool. And then um, a couple of years after that, I got to meet Darren McCarty and get his autograph on one of my jerseys. Hey. Endo, what about you? Uh, I've actually met and played with a bunch. Um, I played with, <laughs> I'm not looking back at it, I played with some alumni too. Um, I've played with Eric Lindros. I've, I've met him as well too, obviously, because I had to play the, with him to meet him. Um, who else? The coolest one I met was Joel Ward. He was, hey. he oh. was the assistant coach or basically being coaching with the Ryerson Rams, the university team, which are now the, uh, you what is what are they now? I can't remember the Toronto uh, Metropolitan University. Or yeah, whatever the TMU, hell. TMU mm. Bold, be bold. Terrible design for a name and terrible design for a jersey because it's just. Anyways, like bring back, uh, bring back the emu the mascot they had. Team with the emu. Um, <laughs> let me see. And who else did I meet? I think I've, I've also lot. played with like uh, Matt Pellick, brother of uh, was it wow. Adam Pellick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, wow, you can actually play. Did you play growing up? I'm like, no, I played like house league and shit. It's like, why not? Poor. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> and typical uh, yeah, typical answer. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much some of the people I met. There's a long list. Uh, I think three more was Doug Gilmore, uh, Mark Messier, and Guy Carbonell. For, oh, yeah? yeah. We'll top this. PJ Stock. <laughs> <laughs> I was nine I, years old, and he wow. randomly had an autograph signing in my small ass town that I grew up in. Gigantic Bruins fans, in terms of the household, 
had no fucking idea. That's how like little publicity this had. And then out of nowhere, my older sister shows up and she's like, hey, did you go down? And we're like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, oh, yeah, PJ Stock is down. The... We fucking sprinted to the car. <laughs> uh, last one's in line. Last one's in line. Nice. Still got a still got a picture and autograph, you know, signed autograph photo, that type of thing. So, yeah, he was, met... he was the first. So. Yeah, I met those three because I was doing a promotion for Pepsi. Uh, it was uh, they had the contest was bring home a Stanley Cup champion. And if you were a certain region of Canada, uh, let me see. I got paid in like Gatorade, a bunch of free merch and everything like that. I had I think it was I had Mark Messier sign a skate uh, sign a hockey sock that I had that I then ended up using three days later because they didn't have any other <laughs> pair of socks to wear when I was playing out. So that's always fun. It's smart. Bag fun. Mills. <laughs> Number four, or excuse me, number three, actually, uh, for the checklist, have both the current home and away jersey for your favorite team. I can tick that off the list and then some. <laughs> Davos, do you have a Red Wings home and away jersey? Is this is it current as in Adidas current? I, he didn't clarify, so okay. um, I'd allow Reebok. You know, I can say no. Well, I don't know. I have a bunch of their. I do have their 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 whites, but I don't have the actual red. But I have a couple of their like Stadium Series jersey and or mm. Centennial Classic jersey. I, so. you know, I would count it personally. I, I have like I, honestly, I'm like I'm missing like I need a actual like the red jersey. I have like all three of my like. Iserman, Fedorov are all whites. Mm. And I'm like, I need a red in here somewhere because it's just, um, it's just too much. But fair enough. Endo for you. Um, I own a Leafs home jersey from the Reebok era before they switched over to the new design. Mm. And I own a Chinese made version of the centennial jersey um i believe this was like a short selling on nhl.com or something like that for a while it's like all gray i can bring it out right now and show you guys hold on i'll actually do that right now because it's really interesting it's a nice jersey but it's just fake i can show my fake too am i the only one that doesn't have a fake jersey (laughs) am i the only one that's a big enough snob to be like i will not have a fake jersey thank you Freaking apparently. Jesus. Now I'm just left here all alone. Davos with this fake Marc Andre Fleury Reebok era Penguins jersey. Yep. And uh, Endo with the. Why does that look more like a Lightning jersey than a Leafs jersey? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but the you one thing what? I like about it, though, is the numbers. Like, is it not this? Is obviously. It, suppo- it looks like the. Um, the. I don't know. The. So it's San Jose All Star? No, it looks to me like the um the World Cup of Hockey 2016. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's what I yeah. think it might be. Make it like a hybrid of that with the Leaf jersey on it, with the Leaf logo on it. It's uh yeah, just you did across the room. Um this, this, this office space is a mess with just a bunch of clothes you have to go through uh before we move. And uh yeah, it's it's honestly a nice jersey, except that it's fake. And hmm. you can really tell from the stitching in the back with the numbers. But aside from that, it's really nice. 
I think we already answered four. Have an autographed item of a cur- oh, actually, from a current player of your favorite team. Uh, hmm. I don't think no. so. Nope. No. Uh, yeah, I think I, the answer is no. Did I tell you guys about my baseball glove that was autographed by uh, Jose Batista before he, the year before he got big? Yes. Ooh. I've heard that story yeah. before. It was like yeah. right on the right along the glove of a Nike uh baseball glove. And then the year the year before he got big, it was like he just got traded over and he was just like, okay, cool, we have this guy. He he's pretty good at hitting the ball. And then next year he sets like the, the club record for home runs in a season. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Here's an autograph <sighs> I do have, but not by a current player. Paul Coffee. Ooh. Ooh. All coffee whalers jersey. Yes. I do love that whalers jersey. I don't have one. I need to change that at some points. Question five: Have you attended oh, wait, an NHL on. game? Up. Oh. Does 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 Howler count? No, because I have that too, and it's not our favorite team. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but good, good try. Uh, have you attended an NHL game either as a neutral or a road fan? I know the answer is yes for Davos. Yep. Endo NHL game as a neutral or a road fan. Um, because I hate the Leafs. Technically speaking, yes. No, Says but I, no. I haven't. I've only watched Leaf <laughs> games in Toronto. I'd yeah, love to I'd... catch a, a Leaf game in an opposing arena. It'd be chaotic, and I'd I'm probably want to have a hitman with me just in case. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, question number six: Do you own goalie equipment? <laughs> That's a yes for Endo. Obviously, I feel like he added that just in there. Um. I'm going to say yes. I have a uh, Jocelyn Tebow branded goalie stick from the 2000s. Wow. <laughs> Which is awesome. I found it at a Goodwill. Um, nice. wow. It was a good find. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know why I put no on this, but I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a whole bag of goalie equipment off to my, my left here. Well, there Not you go. Picture. Nice. Uh, have you appeared on TV or in media for your favorite team? I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll come anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> Not brand friendly enough. In fairness, I, I can probably acknowledge that. Um, yeah, I mean Davos. Obviously, you've uh, you've appeared in Shark stuff and Blue Jacket stuff, but Red Wing stuff. Was there something? Nope. nope. No. Okay. Well, let's see. My team isn't the only team to fuck up. There was Endo. one. I believe there was one. I don't know if it was something hut related where they actually Red went down. They did have an yeah. event, yeah. Yeah. But not with me. Idiots. Endo? Um, not really too sure. I can't remember the top of my head, so I'm gonna say no. But okay. I again I have I have done media stuff for teams. I did suffer the Raptors for a bit as well. Hmm. Like this is all when I was a kid, so Yeah. Yeah. Uh have you had an NHL player mention or reply to you on Twitter? <laughs> No. I don't know. I don't remember, at least. <laughs> I don't what remember. What about AJ? Uh, what Greer? Well, that's not my like... answer for 10. <laughs> if you look ahead. Um, uh, we will go to question nine, then. Have you attended a hockey game outside of North America? This was my gimme, because the answer is yes. As February in Helsinki, it was phenomenal. Nice. Endo. Either nope. of you. No. Nope, nope, nope. No. And then, are you followed on Twitter by an NHL player? In which case, the answer is yes. Does Zach Boychuk count? Ch- 
by Chuck Harris. Yes. Oh my god. In which case, everybody on Twitter is followed <laughs> by a former NHL player. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. At least if they do, then fucking run, buddy. <laughs> run. Run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, AJ, I hope it lived up to the hype for you. Thank you, everybody, for sending in your questions. Gentlemen, let's talk a little bit of hockey before we wind things down. God forbid. Uh, first and foremost, it's got to take center stage. Stanley Cup final. Game number three is tonight. Vegas is up 2 nothing after winning game two, 7-2, to two, with all of the penalties. Literally all of them by the end of it. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau had a three-point night, which led the uh, Vegas Golden Knights... Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter account to be like, and from the Florida Panthers, we select Jonathan Marcheseau in the expansion draft, which, yeah, again, they, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was they traded Riley Smith to Vegas to ensure that Vegas would take Jonathan Marcheseau. Yeah. One of yeah. the biggest hindsight oofs of all time. It was a pretty big oof at the time. Uh, but Aiden Hill stopped 29-31. Bobrovsky was pulled after 27 minutes, allowing four goals on 13 shots, with the Golden Knights having scored more goals on Bobrovsky than the Carolina Hurricanes did in the entirety of the Eastern Conference Final. You had the controversial moment, I would say, of Barbashev's reverse hit on Radko Gudis. There's no suspension. Gudis will be ready for Game 3, so... You know, you you live by the oh, we're walking the line kind of hit, and I guess you die by it if you're Radko Goodis. He's just lucky no one yelled in his face. <laughs> <laughs> that would have hurt the most. That was a <sighs> mad like that whole sequence. Like there were just hits being just piled on mm. everybody. It was like I wasn't expecting that to start the game. And then you had the Matthew Kachuk hit on Jack Eichel where Eichel toe picks and people are like, okay, he's dead. We won't <laughs> see him. And then he's back for the third I'm period back. because he's Jack Eichel. It's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, at the end of this, Matthew Kachuk lifetime is now 0 for 10 on the road in Vegas. Uh, he's <sighs> never won a game at T-Mobile Arena. And in this series, Marcheseau and Eichel each have four points in two games. And there are only three Golden Knights who have yet to register a point. Keegan Colasar, Alex Petrangelo, and Nick Haig. Um, Aiden Hill in the series has stopped 62 of 66 with a 939 save percentage. And if you're looking at a Conn Smythe winner of the Knights were to win the cup, it's either Jack Eichel, who has 22 points so far, Marcheseau has 21, or it's Aiden Hill, who has a 937 save percentage in the playoffs so far. Uh, I I would give it to Aiden Hill. Like if this continues, right? And by the time I'm mm. back, the Stanley Cup final will be over. By the time the show returns, it'll be done. We'll already know. Uh, but if I had to guess right now, Aiden Hill is going to win the Conn Smythe uh, because I do feel like Vegas is going to end this series, and I feel like you have to give it to him. I mean, a nine thirty-seven in his playoff appearances so far are insane. Um, Panthers in the series, by the way. Uh, Lundell and Duclair each have two points. Only six Panthers have registered a point in the series. And Sergei Bobrovsky, has he turned back into a pumpkin, gentlemen, in this series, an 826 save percentage, stopping just 38 of 46. Game three is tonight. If the Panthers lose, this series is over. 
Davos, how do you feel like the series is going to go from here? Do we see five games? Do we see six? Is this over incredibly fast? How are you feeling? Uh, like I had a kind of a high hope heading into this series, but after the first two games, it just, it was a, it's like the Panthers, Panthers would have a jump to start the game. They'd get physical, but they just couldn't get that break to get past the, the Vegas defense and get more scoring opportunities. And when they did, it just Aiden Hill was right there making some, like, as we saw the save in game one and, uh, it was just incredible, but again, they just they aren't as consistent in the last two periods. And by the time third period rolls around, they're just I don't know, they just are out of gas and very frustrated. As we saw, like game one, game two were very close up until the ending of the third period, where penalties would start to accumulate and Vegas would score power play goals to get those four two seven two games. And um, again. Aiden Hill was in San Jose when I was in San Jose. We got to meet him last year. Mm. So, I mean, maybe he's that, that picture of mine might've been able to give him confidence and then get traded to Vegas. And (laughs) now he's in the final. So maybe that's the reason why he's, I don't know. I'm just tossing stuff up there, but no, good for him. He, he's been, he's been, he's been tested and he is making the most of a, of a great opportunity for him in the Stanley Cup final. He has been the goalie of the series for Vegas after a start of the playoffs where they didn't really have much to go for in goalie depth. They had Francois playing in there. They didn't have Ferguson and uh, it's uh, or Thompson. And they're just, I don't know, it was a little bit shaky, but he's been their guy to get them there. And I do believe that it could be a four-game sweep here too. That's for sure. I will say one thing about uh, Aiden Hill is I saw the dumbest tweet get traction today of (laughs) years ago. The Sharks traded Kippersoff. And then Calgary went to the cup final and he almost won the Conn Smythe. And now 20 years later, like it's the the dumbest. Like first and foremost, they traded Mika Kippersoff because they had of getting the Bach off. Yep. They also, with the pick in the deal, if I'm not mistaken, got Mark Edward Vlasic. Secondly, Calgary didn't win. Like, that's the end of it. Like, in 2013, the Boston Bruins almost <laughs> won. Who the fuck cares? They didn't. That's like, oh, why yeah. I hate revisionist history entirely. Just thinking back, oh, this thing happened. It was an entirely different scenario. Yeah. Like, Vegas needed just needed a goalie, and then they got... Aiden Hill was played out of his mind. Like even this, even so far this season, he played twenty seven games. He was sixteen seven and once. He was already pretty good with like a nine fifteen save percentage. So it's not like he literally came out of nowhere. Granted, it seems that like if you play well in fucking Arizona, you can play well literally anywhere. Because all throughout his NHL career, he seemed to have like decent numbers in the nine fourteen fifteen range. Like the only time he dipped on there was when he did his first season in Arizona when he had like what an eight nine one save percentage, and after that it's been all above nine hundred. So he's not like yeah. he's a bad goalie. He's just been he's just been on bad teams. Like yeah. I mean, and there was there was yeah. a reason though as to why no one was freaking out when he was traded for so little to go to Vegas. It's because he had a nine oh six on the Sharks with a uh, goal saved above expected of a negative point seven. 
Like it's like okay, you're you're an average NHL goaltender yep. who was happened to get really really hot in the playoffs. Nobody had on their bingo card Aiden Hill puts up con Smythe level performance, especially he wasn't even the starter in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. yeah, tweets tweets like that are annoying, but they get you know they get interaction clearly. So congratulations. <laughs> Yeah. Endo, any thoughts on the cup final, given that it'll be over the next time we talk about it on the show? Yeah, even if even if this goes seven, like it's going to be over. It's going to be done with by the time uh, you get back from uh, Helsinki uh, hmm. and Finland and all that fun stuff. I think maybe you and Sin should just record like a, if you guys can get access to the sports game or headquarters and just do a, a quick little like shoot the shit and just record it and then put it up there. I'm pretty sure Keenan wouldn't mind. Um, we probably could, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I should just do it just to <laughs> throw everyone for a loop, like upload it on like Wednesday and everyone's like, what the huh? Like, huh? what the <laughs> hell? Uh, but I don't know. Uh, like, again, this is make or break. I mean, we've seen teams come back down three nothing to win series, but it's super rare and super unlikely, especially in Stanley Cup finals uh, of all places to see a reverse sweep. Um, even a sweep entirely too, mm. but I don't know if there's much that um, Florida can do. They're they're they've been trying to force Vegas to make those plays, take those penalties, play their style of hockey, and Vegas is not really letting it happen. Like we've seen, mm. what was it? Um, uh, who was the defenseman? Uh, who was just like who's getting ragdolled by Kachuk, and he's just kind of like standing there, just laughing it off. It was Hag. Yeah, Hag. Yeah. Hag's just standing there, just just like, all right, cool, like go take your penalty. I'll be fine with it whatsoever. It's it's pretty much just how it's gonna go. And and I I want them to go past four games. I want to see a good five six game series out of this, mm. but I don't know if. They if they don't win this game, I don't see it going past five. That's I'll say flat out. I think that's fair. So uh Florida, hey, we're rooting for it to be a good series, but uh oof, mm-hmm. right now it's not looking too good. We'll see what happens game three. Endo, a quick note about your Toronto Maple Leafs. Yay! The big news of the day. Shane Doan is a leaf. Oh man, I was <laughs> A few weeks ago, uh, when this was reported, it was a few weeks ago. I think it was the other day when this was reported that it could have been a possible thing to happen. Uh, let me see what day it was. It was on the fourth, so it has been four days. So on Sunday, there was a thing that came out that said uh, update uh, by Nick Kiprio saying there have been rumblings about Shane Doan potentially joining the Maple Leafs front office. And I joked that it's basically them being like, "Hey, Austin, we got your favorite player in the whole world here in management." Please don't leave us. We need mm-hmm. you. You you understand. You don't you don't understand. We need you here, okay? Like you need you to be with us in this organization because without you, we have we we are basically starting from square one. And uh yeah, they brought him in. And now it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, you know. I mean, Brad Tree Living brings in the guy who was a part of the organization while he was AGM. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And let's see if they can actually do something. Because I know Trey Living said the main thing he wants to get out of the way is the Matthews deal. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a deal already in place verbally. And then June 1st or July 1st, when it's allowed to go through, like just announce right then and there. I feel like it's going to be, I don't know. I I think it's either going to be a, a, um, 
of like a big payment is there gonna be a long-term contract or it's gonna be a really really a really front heavy bridge deal just to mm-hmm. be like hey listen like you know see how it is over the next three years like i know you probably want to go back to <laughs> scottsdale or wherever the fuck the coyotes are gonna be playing next year um <laughs> so you know stay here a little bit uh, stay here until the arena is finally built. Once that's built, then you can go here. fuck off to Arizona. Don't go to Arizona. We'll bring Arizona to you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, I had to, had to get that note in there for the Leafs purpose. <laughs> yeah. um, there was the, the big trade that really... Kind of had the headlines with the you know extra day in between Stanley Cup games that we have to mention between Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and Columbus. Philadelphia picks up goaltender Cal Peterson's boat anchor of a contract. Defenseman Sean Walker, a Swedish prospect named Helga Grans, a 2024 second from Los Angeles, a 2023 first rounder, 22nd mm-hmm. overall from Los Angeles, and they will also receive either a 2024 or 2025 second round pick from the Blue Jackets. Talk about Philly in a second. Los Angeles picks up defenseman Kevin Connaughton, forward Hayden Hodgson, and they retain 30% of Ivan Provorov's contract at $2.025 million. And they use the cap space, by the way, to talk about Los Angeles really quickly. They do use that cap space freed up to help sign and keep defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov, who gets a two-year deal worth $5.875 million with a full no-movement clause. I, I think that's it's a little bit steep. Like, I get he was a deadline pickup for them, and... I don't know, man. I don't know if that's a type of defenseman. Like almost six million bucks for Gavrikov. I mean, he, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because he's not a massive point producer, but he is a very strong two-way defenseman in a set. We'll see. We'll see. I yep. mean, my initial reaction to that is it's a little bit much, but that is what it is. And then Columbus picks up Ivan Provorov from Philadelphia. So. As far as what this means for the Flyers, you take on Cal Peterson, you take on Sean Walker. Maybe they turn it around. Maybe they don't. It's a lot of cap space. You can afford to take the hit. It's fine. You pick up Granz as a defenseman. Who knows still? He's a prospect. A first in two seconds. Danny Briere. Danny Briere, ladies and gentlemen. That is a phenomenal first trade for them. Absolutely fantastic. For Los Angeles, I mean, you free up Peterson and Walker, who you might not necessarily want to move. You keep Gavrikov, but have to retain on Provorov. And if I'm not mistaken, Provorov's deal isn't exactly up soon. He's got this year and next. So it's not up for another, you know, the next two seasons. Um, I, I don't know. Bold strategy for Los Angeles, and then even bolder strategy for Columbus picking up Provorov, where, I mean, look, maybe it does work out better for him instead of having to be the guy in Philadelphia. He's behind Zach Wierenski and sheltered a little bit, but that seems like a lot to give up for Provorov, especially now the number was 
22% of their cap is locked up between Morensky, Provorov, and Eric Goodbranson. I said it when the word was, oh, hey, they're probably bringing in Mike Babcock. I don't know how Yarmo Kekalainen still has a job after 10 years. And at this point, I'm fully expecting them to be like, well, we brought in Babcock. We brought in Provorov. Let's bring in Tony D'Angelo at this point because no one else will want him. We can get him for cheap. Um, I don't know. Davos, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this particular one aside from I know you were kind of agreeing like shit Philadelphia did very well no they they got I mean when he, when Briere was talking about like nobody is safe from Philadelphia they're looking to get some picks get prospects maybe just toss some bait in the water and they got laid a bite and 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 Columbus as well they got rid of a player they've had for years and they want some new faces on the team and and they need a, another workaround here like they're talking about uh, we're going to probably talk about uh, Carter Hart, uh, potentially. I don't know if he's going to stay, if he's going to get a, a new contract. We're going to find out. But Breer definitely wants to make some changes on this team. And he, they, they've they gone through some crazy years where, where the, you got, you have uh, uh, Chuck F- Fletcher and, mm-hmm. and all those guys. And you had... Uh, all everything just go the wrong way, and now Breer is coming in. And he's he's like, we need, definitely need to make some changes, and um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's it's going to be a work in progress for for I think for Columbus. They they are getting a coach that is scorned upon by a lot of players and a lot of people and fans and and everybody in the league. And while he he may have like. He may have uh, tenure being a coach, being a, a good uh, good coach, mm. uh, but getting teams Stanley Cups. But I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a toss up for me at this point. I think uh, it's gonna be a, a maybe a different year in Columbus. But they kind of fell off after getting Johnny Gaudreau and didn't have the season they were wanting last year. So again, time will tell for Columbus. Chicago uh, continues to screw things up for everybody. Uh, they gave Andreas Athanasiu a two-year deal worth $4.25 million per uh, because I guess you need somebody fast to play with Connor Bedard. Uh, Nick Kiprios mentioned this. I mean, what what are the re- – like, he's fine, but $4 million per. I, I don't know. That's that's a cap oil contract to me. They just can't yeah, give him $16 million. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. actually, physically watching Athens see you on Detroit, he he has sparks. But I honestly, seeing him get twenty goals and forty points this last season was kind of surprising. But mm. you, you get that one season where they get the they get good point totals and and then they get a contract and they get that money. But can they be consistent with the point scoring and goal scoring that they had? It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a trifling situation when they realize that he can't do it so it's kind of like uh, toronto throwing money at david clarkson after having a, a 30 goal season with the new jersey and then coming oh, to man. toronto so i'm not saying it's the same thing but it's kind of kind of in the minor shade of that so hopefully athens you can can get them more point production for the value they just got him in the contract just don't touch this fucking water bottle and everything will be fine. <laughs> uh, Nick Kiprios had a follow-up quote. Some NHL teams tell me that free agent forward Michael Bunting 
could get between 4.5 and 5 million a season on a long-term deal based on the two-year $4.25 million cap of Andreas Athanasiu. Leafs might be priced out. And that's kind of my thought. Like, if Athanasiu is getting four and a quarter, Michael mm-hmm. Bunting should probably get at least five. I mean, you know, like, it's that's just fair. There's yeah. going to be some teams, some fan bases of teams that look at what their club paid for a UFA this year, and they're just like, oh, my God, we couldn't have got them for cheaper. And it's mm-hmm. because Chicago hold this crap. <laughs> it's going to take some player signing for a little bit less to kind of reset the market a little bit. Yep. I don't know if that's going to happen, though. So um, shout out to Chicago. You continue to ruin everything. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see Bunting taking a hometown. I I don't know. I mean, he I think he likes the whole thing. He's like just a kid from Scarborough, you know, making it through into the NHL after basically bouncing around the the farm system with Arizona for a while, and you know, getting his chance with the Leafs and with the hometown team, his favorite team growing up, kind of thing. I don't know if he take a hometown discount though. He he did get. He did have like 49 points compared to last season with 63. And mm. Jesus Christ, 103 penalty minutes. Christ. Uh, I think the Leafs definitely might want to try and re-sign him and ask for a hometown discount or maybe take a bridge deal so that way he can make more money in the future. Because right now, yeah, yeah. It's either he takes – either he really takes the bridge and stays here or he goes all out for the money and goes somewhere else, makes a fuck ton of money. And – yeah, that's just that's just the situation the Leafs are in entirely because you have 22 million in cap space, and he, Ryan O'Reilly does want to. He is looked the possibility of staying with Toronto, but he's not going to be cheap, and you have to sign a bunch of other people. Maybe he might grab some people from street free agency. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be it's going to be a weird off season for the Leafs entirely. And from there. Oh. Just a bunch of different rumors that are out and about right now that we'll have some clarity to when we return later on this month. Uh, the Jets, according to TSN, looking to trade Pierre-Luc Dubois, which, LOL, he's going to be a hab. Everybody fucking knows this. It's been rumored for three years now. Oh, my God. Uh, but Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck's names are also still out there. Of course, Hellebuck's name has been out there ever since, really, ever since the season ended. So uh, no real surprise. We'll see what happens. Ottawa potentially looking at moving on from Alex to with the two a little bit apart and questions about the future, which is understandable given that Ottawa's sale still hasn't gone through. So he could very much be on the move as an RFA. And I think most teams will very much be in the conversation for him because they should be. He is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned Philly Carter Hart's name out there as something that they're working on. Edmonton is rumored, which you know, the obvious thought there is, well, you just picked up a goalie in Cal Peterson, who's making a lot, uh, being the ones to take Jack Campbell away from Edmonton in exchange for Carter Hart, frees up some cap space for the Oilers, seems to make a you know, good amount of sense, but we don't have clarity there yet. Um, the Nashville Predators are, quote, not actively shopping UC Soros, but are willing to listen to offers. Uh, Michael Gallagher um Stating, after speaking with a couple of different sources, it's believed it'll take a package of at least two first-round picks plus two to three blue-chip prospects to get the conversation started. So we're willing to listen, but here's our super high price. (laughs) Who the hell is going to pay that for a goalie, even Uh, if it is UC Saros? 
That's like saying I have high standards and then saying your standards, the standards are even higher than what the, you say high standards are. Like it's it, it, those are the highest requests for Saros is a good goalie, you know, snubbed Vesna candidate, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a good he's a good player. And I guess the Preds are really looking to retool. I don't know, whatever, because that's just the way it works in the NHL is you don't make it too far. You're like, okay, who can we possibly get rid of, but not actually get rid of? It's like, we'll get rid Mm. of them, but like, we're going to need like the deed to your house. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) And you mentioned it's like having high standards. Oh, I have high standards. And then you find out like, oh no, you have unreasonable standards. Oh, there's a big difference. (laughs) That's really what this comes off as. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the final point, and if you guys have any thoughts about any of these, hey, feel free to jump in. But the final point was it's being rumored, essentially, that Rasmus Dahlin all but has an extension set in place with the Sabres, eight years, about $10 million per, uh, that likely won't be able to be made official until July 1st when, you know, free agency kicks off. But uh, no surprise there and probably worth every, uh, every penny there for the mm-hmm. Sabres because, Jesus Christ, is he... As good as advertised for a former first overall pick. Fun fact, uh, when my buddy Grizz went to Sweden, who did he find in a random Sweden bar? Darlene. Mm. And just crazy. And uh, again, as a as a partial Sabres fan, it, it, they need Darlene. He is one of the more offensive, capable defensemen on their blue line. He makes everybody on that team better and to have a guy like that in the locker room is definitely uh, a positive for the Sabres when they want to start winning as soon as possible. And I think that getting him uh, a new deal is definitely in a positive direction for them. Gentlemen, with that, we will wind things down. Davos, thank you for being on the show again on such short notice. We appreciate you. We really <laughs> didn't have that plan at all. And then last night on stream, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I don't know who we're going to have on the podcast. And it just kind of happened that, yeah. hey, here you go. And uh, I, no, it was good. It was good having I, you on to talk about cereal for half an hour. I am absolutely always available to talk about cereal and hockey in the same sentence. And maybe if... We have to do more similarities between the serial and hockey teams. We can do that too. But thank you guys so much for having me aboard. It's been a while, but I was like, I got nothing going on today. Let's <laughs> let's get the band back together and uh, let's talk some let's talk some stuff. Do you have anything to promote on the way out? Where can people find you? The whole the whole nine yards, you know. Well, you guys can find me on uh, on Twitter and Twitch at DavosCast, D-A-V-O-S-C-A-S-T. We have currently going on the CBJ Gaming 6v6 NHL 23 finale, sponsored by Kroger, powered by Lee Gaming. We have that going on. This is the last week of the regular season tonight is the last night of the regular season and we have playoffs coming up. So whenever this is going to be broadcasted, we might be in playoffs at the time, but you guys can go over to NHL blue jackets on Twitch to watch us every Wednesday and Thursday night. And up until then we uh, don't have anything else going on in the terms of commentary. The scenes season is winding down 
and NHL 24 will be upon us in a little bit. But thank you guys for having me aboard. I am always grateful, always excited to be on the podcast with Tugi and Endo. Of course, make sure to check out the Twitter for all of his uh, Final Fantasy fanaticisms. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Come on, guys. This is going to happen. They're going to uh. do this and that. And it's going to be a, a giant explosion of things. Absolutely. <laughs> can never, you can never get away from my Final Fantasy rants. Nor would we want to. Exactly. What do you got going on, buddy? Well, I got to run and go play a hockey game, actually, in about, like, 15 minutes. So that's one thing I'm doing. So no stream. No streams all week. Uh, I just haven't been in the mood. Uh, Polina's on vacation. It's been spending a lot of quality time with her. And she doesn't hate my guts yet. So that's a positive. (laughs) But you can find me Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Twitter. anywhere else at it's just endo it's endo it's only just endo now so yeah that's that's what i've got going on hopefully next week there should be some streams uh going up on the channel uh hopefully i should be able to record with my where the frick did i put it my gopro this isn't a gopro but imagine this is the gopro because i don't know where i put it but uh yeah i got gopro gonna get a mic set up for it and record some gopro hockey videos while i'm in net. it's weird because i don't talk a lot i don't talk a lot in net, so like it's gonna be really really weird for me to actually talk only we'll hear him when he lets it go and ah damn it yeah pretty much yeah but i'm just going through (laughs) (laughs) are they gonna allow that in your uh at the rank you play at so they do um i've had it up before they don't really mind don't really care um I just had to make sure I have a strong enough mount that I want to put it up there, like a suction cup, where it just kind of stays up there. Because the ones that, um, the one that I had before was like one of those flimsy, am- like fifteen mm. twenty dollar Amazon mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, and this one's like a full on like, like, like pop it on there and twist it, <laughs> and it just locked in. Because there's that one I put on top of the glass, or there's one that um I have a I found a way you could do it is you flip it upside down, you point it kind of downwards so that we can kind of see the whole scope of the ice and then you zip tied in the not zip tie but you uh velcro it in the back on top of the post ah. if you if you have it nice. and then you're good it was a sound that nobody ever needed to hear nor do they ever need to hear again <laughs> tentacle, ten, tentacle acres it is where... it's, it's... <laughs> where it's, happiness is only a suction cup away Oh, Lordy. We'll see you all in a few weeks. Thank you for listening and supporting the show. We clearly need the break.